This is Akafe. Laura Marie and Jessica Marie proudly present A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, a podcast. Fair warning, everything the hosts say is explicit, full of spoilers and adult content and shall not be used against them. They have opinions. Let's try not to drag anyone for expressing themselves and just have fun for an hour. We all deserve it. This episode contains spoilers from A Court of Silver Flames with brief mentions of the Cruel Prince and non-spoiler Crescent City reference. There are also discussions surrounding racism and war. Everybody and welcome to A Court of Fandoms and Exploration, your weekly deep dive into the YA literature and fandoms that we love. I'm Laura Marie. And I'm Jessica Marie. And today we are discussing, ooh, this is, <laughs> I'm very excited, I would say book five. Uh, this is The Demon Tide by Lori Forrest, and this is the latest release in her Black Witch Chronicles. And this was an arc that we received, and... We really loved it, but of course, of course, we have we have our things to say. And I mean, we're just lucky that we got the arc and we love it. So this is this is just we're so excited. It's heavy. It's he- but like with all things, of course it is. It's a series. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So thank you. Who who's involved in this arc? So Inkyard Press is who. They, so thank you to Inkyard Press and then, of course, Laurie Forrest, who gave us this world of Earthia. And can, thank God there was a map because the way I kept that map up while I was reading. The, yeah, the map is really, really important here. It, it, oh, my gosh. Uh, I I want to say right off the bat that this book is thick. Um, oh, the page count that I had was like over 600. It was like 668 was my yeah. page count. And I looked at the, I, I looked at it from like the one device and then like from like the two different platforms that I was going back and forth on because I was showing you, Laura, of the formatting issues that I was having with my Kindle. But it was saying, you know, and the demon tide. And I go, Oh, they said the thing. They did not say the thing in those moments. It was just the, 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 the header was in between my paragraphs. And it it was just a me thing because Laura's was absolutely fine. <laughs> I had yeah, I had no problem, but that is hilarious. That <laughs> I had is, to show you pictures. Yeah. I go and there was another line where it's like I'm Lori Forrest, and I go wait, wait, it's <laughs> not self inserting into the plot. This doesn't. So there was some back and forth, but it was six sixty eight on both on both things. So this is a really thick book. I needed to adjust my expectations about like a third of the way through this because it became clear to me that this was not going to be the battle and 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 I know I knew this in the back of my head because obviously the title of the next book is like released it's the battle for Arthea so like obviously but in my excitement in reading this I was like this this is it this is going to be it it's all happening uh, so once I realized that this is a plot movement book uh, I would equate this to um, uh, Two Towers in the Lord of the Rings wow. movie series. It is the plot movement book. You know, you got to get the trees. Just like in that movie, got to get the trees. Trees got to get where they need to be. Uh, so that once I adjusted my expectations to fit that narrative, um, not only did I enjoy this, but I, Jess, I told you, spent all day, all <laughs> freaking day today, rereading this book it took I me believe, i don't know how you did it because it took me realistically it took me three days like two and a half days to finish this because you kept saying just start it just it's she thick start it and when i tried to start it the i mean i could say this now by the time the, the release came out the big sky and breath spoiler fucking came out and i kind of i could not focus i could not focus and then i was and then the next day i tried again and I was, I, I want to say I was distracted because you need to, I feel like you should re- do some sort of recap, whether it's listening to our episodes or do a reread of the series, because there were a lot of people where I go, what, huh? Do I remember this person? Because they either through everybody comes back and, or there are new people. So you don't remember, at least for me, 
was this a new person or did I forget? And then I would keep remembering little things. Oh, that's right. That's this. Oh, okay. That's why do I know this name? So it took me a little while to get into the groove. But then once I was in, I mean, two and a half days for a 700 page book. I know some people can kill that in a day. Clearly, Laura is one of them. Um, I am not. So. I'm not saying what I did was good or like healthy <laughs> or like I support this. No, I just I just needed I needed to get a better grasp of the main like plot points here because there's so much that happens and I just wanted to make sure like in the little Rolodex in my head that I knew like everything that was happening in like the order that it was happening and then to to try to make some you know connections and um, did you I mean I mean it's such like some of the the stuff that was heavy that was heavy the stuff that was exciting and exhilarating and oh my god this is happening again like did you find yourself like out of breath like as the as like there are parts in the the book that as the scene is picking up, you're reading faster and everything, like trying to get more of that information and finding out what's happening. Yeah, so that is you had your formatting issues. Here's mine. <laughs> uh, I was um, reading on my giant iPad that I have that is old, and um, my thumbs sit on like the scroll lines because it's so big even when you know there's there's nothing to be done so i was excited and my hands you know and i you know and and all of a sudden i'd be back at like the top of the page like back at and i'd be like fuck and i have to like go back so where i was i was like oh fuck this whole time it was just like killing my vibe so i cannot wait until this um I can re-read this with the audio. Mm-hmm. I am just so stoked for that because Julia Whalen obviously got us, but her um, grasp of the story and pronunciation and like rhythm really helped me here. And I really am excited for her performance um, of all of these characters, but especially for for Ellerin. like Ellerin's doing the damn fucking thing. They're all doing the damn they, they all they are. They all are. They all are. Yes. And I love when every time like I don't cuz this is a this is a plot driven book. It is plot with romance. If you've been following, you know, I know everyone's like team, you know, team Yvonne, team Lucas, like it's still like it's, it's still team, both team both. Yeah, team both. Team both. Team Earthia. Like, mm-hmm. get your shit together. Like, we have bigger shit. Team bigger shit at play. That's what I want to say. It, it really is. And this is like hats off to Miss Lori Forrest. She, it's it's like she was listening and heard us say, like, we really love when characters focus on the bigger picture. Because the bigger picture is all that anyone is dealing with here. And it is so, I'm going to say groundbreaking. Um uh, just because you don't see it very often. You, you see the love triangle take over the politics. And here it is just like, nah, fuck this. We have a war. But with like, but again, with every single character, you have Letitia with Jules and, you know, the thing happens and she goes, deflower me later. We got shit, shit to, do. to do. And he goes, that's my girl. Like, then you have it again with Tierney and um, Fjordan and Vigor. And she goes, really? We have all this shit going on and this is what you're worrying about? Your, your whole pissing match? I, I, you know, or even when it's just her and him on one and one. She goes, you're telling me that you hate all my friends and now all of a sudden you want me to excuse you. And then obviously the Ellen Lucas Yvonne of it all. I mean... Every single none uh, Sparrow and Theron, Tr- they're doing the same. Tristan, Tristan, Tristan. and Bob, like mm-hmm. I, every, every single person. They're like, I mean, even Ormeyer is like walking through the festival, and he goes, "Really?" Like he's talking to himself. He goes, "You're so concerned with people making out, like bigger shit, bigger shit. Help your cousin." <laughs> it, it's so. It's so. So fantastic. Um, okay, so let's let's dive into this plot. Tristan's plot takes up a majority of this book. A majority of it is Tristan and and what are we saying? Both Voth. Both Voth. I've been okay. saying pronouncing yeah. Voth in my head. Um, so it is it is their kind of like joint perspectives that that really kind of carry the the, the main kind of plot here, and then everybody else, you know, and then they all join up, and then they separate again. Tristan, I read all of his stuff with just this like simmering like rage 
just rage at the way that like I felt so bad for him, but also like I understood where everybody else was coming from. And like, but after a while, it's just like enough already. Like, like stop, stop. You have got to work together. And he, oh my God. Oh my God. Tristan is just such a, a really, really lovely, like transformation, but also, uh, I'm going to say Voth. So Voth has his own like really significant journey of like he has to guard Tristan and then he starts to fall in love with Tristan. And then he starts to see that like not only was his prejudice against Tristan like totally wrong and like not like just really bad, but he starts to see the way that everybody else treats him and 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 it's like eye-opening for him and he's from like a high political family like his family's like the regent or whatever um and and it's just this really powerful kind of like love story that's happening there and and and, you know Voth is like i want to court you and then you know tristan has his transformation with his hair and everything and the the thing that stands out to me with tristan is how like horrifically he was treated by the women guard like um like high officers and then how at the the like towards the end they say like you have family here here's all of your wages now you can go out like you are a true citizen of like Noyland like now you are accepted that happens at the highest ranking of the military and he is still not accepted it is just like so so powerful oh tristan oh tristan we love love Tristan there was a scene I mean this isn't related to like there's a part where you know there is a culture shock for him obviously he's coming from one place that he has hated for who he is as a person and now he's going to this other place where he's still hated for who he is as a person um so then like and there's you have the culture shock of like him watching Voth make out with Basil and it and then like you have Voth just like making out and like checking him out the entire i mean that was a whole jude carden thing going on yeah power that's a power play like (laughs) um but how do you how do you not feel bad and how do you not have like have trauma and then he's still constantly proving himself and then before you know the romance even started with voth even though you know the chemistry was always there um there's that part where he's uh, you, you know just voth is in denial for his feelings for this person that Voth knows he goes, I, I, I'm, he has that empath where he can t- sense when people are telling the truth. He knows that he's, that Tristan's been truthful this whole time and his whole passion for fighting for the Eastern realm. And he's in denial and it, it hurts Tristan through the whole thing. And then once he finally, obviously when he finally starts coming around and like being more vocal in his defense of Tristan, you know, he's still getting ostracized and even Ormeyer's like, oh yeah. That's never stopped, you know, ooh, forbidden love. I'm so scared. That That's always helped. I just, it was the comedic relief that everybody needed in that moment. Ugh. So, okay, we have Tristan. We have Vol- Everybody. Everybody feels like they came back. Tierney is there. And then we have Viger and Fjordan and uh, Jared. You get Jared and Diana. We haven't seen them in so long. We haven't seen them in a few books because they weren't in the Shadow Wand at all. Right, right. And oh, and Rafe and um, Aislinn. Who else? Uh, Sage. I have, I have, yeah, I have, like, I started making a list. I stopped at some point. And then like, there were people who I was like, wait, is this a new person? Is this not? So we have Winter, Freya, Queen Alkaya, Fallon, fuck her, um, Tristan, Both is new. Oh, I put winter twice. Her brothers, her brother, Kale, and his second in command, Reese. We have Fane and River, who you wouldn't know unless you read the novellas. And what do you say? If the author wrote it, you should read hey, it. Read it. Um, Naga, the broken is back. The unbroken is back. Rafe, Deanna, Jared, Aislinn, Sage. Um, Sage, I, Sage's um, baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- Raven. Okay, Raven. O'Lily, Tierney, Ormeyer's new. Sparrow and Efri, Morley's new. Theon, I didn't connect that he was a professor until she brought it back up in this book. I go, oh, here's a new character. And then she was like in denial that her professor was there. She's like, this is really awkward. (laughs) 
Oh, it, oh those are just gosh. like some some of the people that I like. Wait, I, I I can't keep track. There are so many characters. It is it is so so fantastic. Um, there are a lot of themes here. Um, I want to talk about Vogel. Let's talk about Vogel. Let's talk about how one man's mommy issues have have brought about the destruction of the earth where where do you like okay where do you start that's where you start uh and, and, you know vocal is just so i just i was trying to think of like what's the worst name that you can call a man and i couldn't think of it i was like a man um, but i i don't really think that i just that would be the type of person that Vogel is. And the like the worst part about this is that I feel like people can read this and be like, oh my gosh, that's so extreme, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's not extreme. It is extreme, but like it's not unrealistic. And and oh my God. Okay. So Vogel, what does Vogel do? Vogel is he he is trying to an end justifies the means situation here. He has um, in the in the in the preface, the, pre- oh, right. the preface. I was like the prequel. No, that's not the word. What is it? <laughs> it's the preface. In the preface, we get him uh, going. We get Vogel with like, um, did you get it? They're like all male, and there's no spirits on the boat, and they are holy and united in their their like glorious purpose or whatever. It's just like, gah. But they get there and the death fay is on this dead continent. And he's like, here are all my journals. Like, don't let this ever happen again. Like, you're dryad. Like, please don't do this. Um, you know, see, to I go sense go- your dry. Oh, that's the, I forgot all about the dryad. I sensed your dryad infinity. Now, now the end even makes more sense. Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So he's like, you know, your dryads, your dryads, you're here to take it, like take it and hide it before, before it comes, you know, you know, and Vogel's like, we're not fucking dryads. Like we're holy mages or whatever. And he just like, you know, uh, and, and takes it. So, and then it, and then the wand like senses uh, Vogel's weakness and like starts to to really get in there with with the sh- the the gray like shadow and and we know and then that's how Vogel like gets it all. So Vogel's really twisted mommy issues kind of like kind of uh, accumulate into purifying Ellerin. Says so like you know you they've t- turned you into a stain and whore. Like did he force his Icaro kiss on you? Like no, you know um. The, the vessel can be purified like the holy vessel can be purified so like you will be purified and through your purification so will I be pure like it, this is like an end justify the means I'm going to do all this evil stuff but in the end it will be like like better it's so it's only better ugh. in his head and then he has like his fanatics like Alaric who is like I won't tell anybody it will only be us two who know about the demon they're like they're calling him the demon fae with the death fae like no don't I won't even like he has just like this this fanatic who is at and he's also not wand fasted so he's like I will be a priesthood just like Marcus Vogel and you know that he's going to come back in the future books because we've never seen him again and th- we know the Selkie saved him so that you know that that's going to come that that'll that'll come back I mean that's how we met Taryn Selkie that they saved they saved yeah so do I because we haven't seen Gareth Gareth right. was mentioned several times but he was not um like there in this and book. Lori posted like she's been posting stuff on her Instagram feed you know because she does like the aesthetic posts and stuff and she said like what something recently where it says for because she's been doing aesthetics for the future book the battle of earthia book uh of gareth and marina that's awesome that's awesome see i'm already stoked i'm already stoked uh okay so we're jumping all over sorry but you know us when vogel takes over ellerin i was sick to my stomach I was sick to my stomach. I had this like gross ick feeling. And when he was like making her talk and like, like make controlling her. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm speechless. (laughs) Because anything when he was like taking her fast lines from both 
Yvonne and Lucas and transferring it on to himself saying, now Ugh. we're sealed now, Ellerin Vogel. And, and, and the chapter then, titles changed. Yeah, I hated that. I was sick yeah. to my stomach for her. And then when he's, and he's like, and we will be truly sealed. I was like, he literally gave up the priesthood to fuck Ellerin. So, like, disgust, like, he's just like, it's the I, I I really, I'm speechless. I hate him. I can't stand him. He is e- evil reincarnated. He absolutely is. And, and he is scary. He's a scary villain because he believes that he's right. And like his, his like heart of black hearts and his core of cores, he thinks that what he's doing is right. And he like saw it on a dream or some bullshit. So, and it's like calling to him, like those people are terrifying and that, and like, that's our main villain. And he has like galvanized this whole following to go like, and, murder everybody he that's 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 the terrifying part is that not only does he believe it to his core he has taught other people to believe that to their core as well yeah oh my god oh my god it is terrifying um the bigger picture here Mm -hmm. i do i do want to talk about ellerin because i want to talk about ellerin's growth we're introduced to ellerin like and it's like right away right it's like cut when she's in this book, her chapters, it's like right where we left her. Oh, right. Because the first five chapters, she's not in any of them. Right. It's so, Lucas' perspective. It's Tristan. It's Foth. It's but like side character. I say side characters loosely because I feel like so many of the characters, and we spoke about this in the first book for the Black Witch, even though we know Ellerin's the MC, it still feels like a lot of the characters are MCs in their own capacity, too. Especially Tristan definitely in this book. Um, but there were points in this book where Ellerin is repeating things like, oh, Lucas would say, do this. Lucas would say, do this. And and she's actively choosing to fight. Where before, and our frustrations with her before, where she was like crying all the time, right? Everything made her cry and she felt like weak and she couldn't fight. And And now it's the exact opposite. She's fighting all the time. She hears Lucas telling her like, get up, break the thrall, like do the damn thing. And she's doing the damn thing. And even though literally everybody except her core group are out to get her, right? Like, Everyone is trying to capture her and they all have their like intentions or whatever. But oh my gosh. And here's the thing. Vogel's disgusting obsession with like mage purity is echoed through every other group in this book. And everybody is so closed minded. And I say everybody in the term loosely. Obviously, we know that that's not the case. Um but a lot of the groups, they feel like they're in the right. Nobody is realizing that the war that is happening and that, like, especially with, like, with the magedom coming over to the Eastern realm, that they're trying to fight for is happening internally amongst each other as well. So we have Noiland for the Noi. The Amaz doesn't take men. And then... Garnarians um, for Earthia. Yeah, Garnarians. Yeah, Earthia. Yeah. You have the Elsieger... And like, or, or like, there there were points where Bledin, because Bledin comes back, and Ellerin are talking, and they were there. There's a moment where they're saying like, the Urisks and the Gardnerians are a lot similar than they realize, especially when they're talking about, um, when they're talking about like patriarchy and everything. Like, oh yeah, like we didn't have that, you know, either between like the Sundaru and you know, the length of their skirts, having rights, like everything in between. Um, they all have their own thing or just like, oh, well, we don't want that that group to infiltrate us or who are we? If one person comes, they're all going to come. It's just- Even the, the dryads. The dryads, the wivern, well, you know about the dryads and the Celts and the wyvern guard don't even want anybody else or they want to pick and choose who they want. Again, like they're just making allowances for some people and not the others. And well, Ormeyer, yeah, he's gar- he's a gardener, but at the same time, he's not- He's purple. Yeah, he's, he's like visibly purple. Right. So, so it's we'll different. Accept. Yeah. 
it is it is so fucking wild to me that that the division is is oh my god so O'Lily O'Lily is the one that that kind of breaks this right because like every there the attack happens we'll get to this um the attack happens and O'Lily is trying to like bring everybody in and she's like don't and she's bringing in the people from the restaurant across the street the one that says Noyland for the noise she's bringing them in to Moira you know all all of that and she's like don't you see that this is what we were running from the whole time? Is it real enough for you now that's in front of your fucking face? None of this shit matter. I mean, she's a child. She's not saying this, but like none of this shit matters. Like enough, enough already. And it's like, yeah, oh, Lily, you're like 10. Like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You, you tell that crusty white man to go fuck himself. <laughs> it, it, it was just, it was really good. It was like this child standing up and be like, this is what we were running from. And instead of helping us, you closed your borders and now we're all, and there was an expression that I saw not too long ago that I thought was really interesting. It said, you know, people that say like, we're all in the same boat. It's like, we're not, we're all in the same storm. The boat is different. So like, we're all dealing with like the same thing, but the way that we're dealing with it, our little is Some all. Some people are on yachts and cruise ships and others are literally on a raft. Yeah. So it it is really different. And and in this like kind of um situation it's like you know now we're all the same now we're all fucked pretty much well i mean one of my li- the lines that i really like is again with olily and everybody when people are finally starting to call each other out the line is like this isn't the time for division fragmentation is going to be the eastern realm's downfall and they basically like they're basically saying yeah the western realm is coming in and encroaching on us and this that the other thing but it's not, we're going to be our internal struggles with each other are going to be the demise of us before the Western realm even gets there. Because you see it happening. And then Bloodin's even talking to Moralee about it. She's like, here it goes, just like clockwork. This is the thing. This is the thing. And up, oh, like, here we go again. And Bloodin says, like, my only religion is the ch- like the children. Why are we having issues? What's the quote? To take, mes- oh, because somebody was like, borrowing i can't remember who off the top of my head this very second but they they said that he was making medicine for those who can't afford it like he couldn't afford like he couldn't afford it when he was a child you shouldn't have to be rich to get you shouldn't have to be rich to get medicine yes ren yeah yeah ren ren fire because that is um uh, uh tesla's brother who is all sick all in the camps i remember you know we remember him because we we read rebel mages is married to fane and fane was tesla's best friend we love and we love we love we love fane tesla's best friend no the dad's best friend yeah the um yeah vane vane okay yeah or veil 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 and veil and fane we got it 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 okay let's talk about yvonne uh i have been on record that I am not a big fan of Yvonne. I'm still not like a huge fan of Yvonne, but I really, he stepped up. Not only did he step up, but like he stepped up in such a like mature fucking way. There, there was like no bullshit here. And there were, there was no like hurt feelings or like, you know, I'm not going to help you because like you hurt me. There was none of that bullshit. It was like, you're alive. That's rad. This is the situation and the situation that's bad. So what are we going to do <laughs> about it? Sure. Takes priority over everything between it. And that even happens when you see that Lucas is on, you know, when Vogel catches Lucas and then he's like, Oh, like, how did you survive the Wyvern, Wyvern fire? And they're making the connections that, you know, he, you know, kind of, um, I don't want to say siphons her powers. He just kind of also gets them too, because, you know, that whole connection, but he goes, Oh, I see you're hurt. You didn't know that he was still alive. And you know, she was like, uh, connected with him also. And then when he said something else that threatened Ellerin, Lucas had a moment of jealousy. He admitted it, of course. And then he realized he goes, but my love for her, trumps everything and that's how i know my jealousy is so insignificant to what everything else is going on and just just another like counterpart (laughs) to that uh so i love lucas i love lucas so much my love for lucas is not dimmed by his alleged death here uh 
not dimmed. Fantasy. Not, it's fantasy. It's fantasy. I have to it's, say a legend. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> dimmed at all. But, um, so Yvonne and Ellerin are reunited in a dramatic way, and Ellerin wastes no fucking time here. And before, before Ellerin, uh, you know, early book Ellerin would be wringing her hands about this, and it would be chapters and chapters of wringing her hands about this. This book Ellerin is like, look, I love you, and I am so happy that you're alive. I am fasted and sealed fully to Lucas. Lucas has my priority and my love here. I'm gonna go get Lucas. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get him for a lot of reasons, but also like I'm choosing Lucas here. Um, it wasn't just like oh. If I wasn't in the situation, like, no, she, act- no. like you said, she actively chose Lucas. Yeah, she it was wasn't like, like looking him in the face. Yeah, no, yeah. she was like, no, I fell in love with Lucas. He was there for me. I gave myself to him. I chose him. I'm going to go fucking save him. And, and I'm, I'm sorry that it is what it is. And I, and I love that with Lucas. And I like that Lucas even says, like, when they're having their, like, moment, they're like, it's okay, Ellerin. Like, everything is okay. I know that you chose me. And that is just really nice. It is just this really nice kind of acknowledgement that like, I don't want to say it was the right thing. Cause it, cause like, you know, whatever. Who's to say what the right thing is. Yeah. yeah. Who's to say, who's to say, but it was like, it was a really good, like decisive. And I'm going to say like out in the open thing. Okay. It's not like an alien surprise here. It's a community. Communication is consistent and not just like, you know, I, I, you know, we've talked this through with Akasif, where Nesta is internalizing her apologies and Nesta is doing all this inter like, we know what she's thinking, but she never outwardly says anything. And here, not only are we getting everybody's inner dialogue, but they're sharing that also. Mm-hmm. And they're sa- and, and that happens here with Ellerin because it's not going on in chapters. And like you said, she is being just like, Ellerin's gone through some shit in the last four mm-hmm. books. So she, there is no time to waste, you know, it's not just a, Oh, you know, the communication is necessary because shit is happening. Like this isn't just a, Oh, well, I don't feel like it. No, there's a reason to everything yeah. for everybody. Everybody's communicating. That's happening a lot here. Yeah. Everybody is communicating. Um, no matter what, like no matter what, everybody is talking to each other, which is like a nice trope that's kind of like turned on its head. It's really great. Maybe everybody's looking a little too much, right? Like, <laughs> well, that's what they say. Well, you know, there, there's a part where Tierney and Ormeyer they're talking under the moon during the festival, and I like that there's a part where they're like, "We're just gonna put on the amulets." And if, you know, maybe it is like a joke, maybe it's like this whole thing, like, okay, it's just like the vibe, everyone's just exaggerating it. But if anything comes out, we'll just laugh it off and be like, oh, ha, 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 remember that time I wore a necklace and it made me say some stupid shit? Like, just kind of, the communication is there, maybe like you said, too much, but let's just dismiss it and pretend I never said that, if that's the case. Okay, so you, you brought up the, the Ishlan Purple Moon. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. How, I mean, so it's this festival and it's once a year and it's just like a festival of love in the honor of the goddess Vo and everybody's just like on a, on a love high, which is, which is sweet and everybody's truthful. And this is the time where everyone's like, Hey, if if you're going to do something with someone, it's not just some casual thing. Like this isn't yeah. a casual hookup day. If you're asking someone to be like your Valentine or something, which I I don't I don't like. Maybe not Valentine because that's a little bit loose and it's more know. serious. I think than that. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a blessing to take someone on right. that night. It's not a ca- yeah. It's not a casual thing. It's, yeah, and you see it with everybody. Like, are are you sure? Like me that. That's a big step. That means you are formally courting me to, to, you know, and of course in this world, like courting means serious relationship. Like it's going to go beyond just some kissing. So the thing that I like about this book is that it, when you're reading it, you're just like, okay, what are all these dates? Like whatever, you know, and then you get closer and closer to the festival and you start to get like hours and you're like oh yeah. oh so it was very like um this is a little it was very majora's mask for me uh the zelda game is like with the looming moon uh it was very very much that uh, for me 
but very beautiful because purple is my favorite color. When you're um, in the Ishlan Moon, when you're getting like, there, there was a point where I was like another couple story, which I was like, whoa, that never happens for me. I'd be like in this shit forever. I was already like, but then you see everyone's like nine o'clock. Nine. Yeah. The people who, the, when I, this is what I picked up on the people who were getting the nine o'clock hours, 9 PM um, hours. I was like, oh, they're getting some. When yeah. I was seeing the the twenty two hundred, yeah, I was seeing the like, 10 I'm like, oh, they're not no, getting they're not getting any. <laughs> no, it's like like J- like Jared, like they got theirs, you know, like they, you know, some of them got theirs, but yeah. So the I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. So <laughs> the the purple moon, you know, everything is purple. Everything is purple. Everybody is hooking up. This is like the last. The last kind of thing. So when you're in these chapters and you start to notice the time stamps, you start to notice the couples and and you start to notice like when the mountain explodes and every and the purple is cut out and everything goes gray. I need it. I need it on screen. I need Jess, you and I were talking about this. We need HBO level everything on this and multiple seasons. Yeah, it's not a movie. Like, I mm-hmm. wouldn't want this in Lord of the Rings format where it's Mm-mm. in a movie. I don't want that. I don't want it in a movie format like Harry Potter. No, it needs to be. A, and, and we went through every single streaming service. Nothing can do this the Mm-mm. way HBO yeah. needs to and can and can justify it. Um, you know, I we need the, in that moment that you're talking about, it, it's like Wizard of Oz or you're saying, the opposite from like black and white to technicolor it's literally technicolor to, to every because you learn from you know from the beginning of the book he's draining any type of life of color it is it is absolutely horrifying so that that the moment that the mountaintop blows off like everybody's in this love festival like everybody you know the defenses are down the everybody the mountain blows off and those dragons come pouring out and then the color is le- everything is gray and the the shadow and everything you knew is there that's when it was gonna have like oh you an knew experienced yeah fantasy reader like you know you're just waiting i was you're, just, you're just waiting like, yeah you're just you know it's gonna happen you're like, is this it okay this it didn't happen is it you just know it's gonna happen in Ishlan. it's going to happen at night it's going to be when everybody's like you know, happy and getting some and nobody's paying attention. And it's just so, it is so intense too, because Ellerin is having her moment with Lucas there and like, um, and Lucas, that this is the moment where Lucas like sacrifices himself and he, you know, he gets the wyvern fire and his eyes glow and, you know, he has this like whole connection. So like that, that is happening while everything else is happening too. But then, as soon as Lucas touches Ellerin, Ellerin is infected with the shadow. Like she starts to get corrupted from that moment on. And it is just so incredibly intense from this, from the mountaintop exploding and the dragons coming out on. It's just like this nonstop, uh, like, I, I need, I need to see it. I need to see it. I, it is better. Think Game of Thrones. It's just, it's better. It is better, and I want to see it. And that, that is, you know, I could rant about it forever. I want to see Ellerin turn with the the shadow. Like how freaking cool! It's like coming up from her. Like oh my gosh. Um, and then this whole scene with the prophecy, this prophecy scene. Uh, you know, you got. What, what do we have in this situation? We have where Lucas has already sacrificed yeah. himself, and now it's Vogel, um, Yvonne, and her. Where he's forced through his mind control, but he's yeah. forcing her to rip his wings off. Yeah, yeah, to so like right, right through his wings, and he like. But I can just I can see it because he he does like the Cass Azrael land situation, right? Right? Because he and you know and, and then, he, those are the type of wings that I imagine. I feel like mm-hmm, yeah, like big dragon if, wings. Yeah, because they talk about big dragon wings, but then I thought in this book they mentioned something with feathers, and maybe I'm imagining that, or I need a reread. But I it threw me off. With I was like, you know what? I'm just, Winter has. Winter has feathers, and I'm pretty sure Ariel has feathers. But I'm, but I correct me if I'm wrong, fandom. I'm pretty sure Yvonne doesn't. Yvonne, no, he Yvonne doesn't. I know that it's specified 
in the books, like the earlier books, but I don't know if maybe that they're like, I thought maybe there, I, I was just, I know in the earlier books that it is dragon and he's wyvern and, you know, wyvern Brett or kin. So I knew that, but there was something that came, I can't remember. Maybe, maybe I just mixed everything. I don't know. But he, he does, he lands, right? And then I, I picture Ellerin, you know, like kind mm-hmm. of, you know, but being controlled and kind of like, and then the things that he was making, like things were coming out of her mouth, like blasphemous, awful things that she was saying to Yvonne. And he's saying it but it's coming out it's just like you know that it's not her he was like puppeting it through her right but yvonne knew it wasn't her he was like okay what happened like i know that that like i know this i know this and she couldn't like he had he found a way to kiss her again to like help her get the strength for because at that point her bond was broken from him Mm -hmm. and he needed to rebond it to like give her a little bit of oomph to help try to get her her away from vogel if only for a moment and then who who saves her? You sent me a picture of... Oh, uh, Ariel! Ariel fucking saved her! Because everybody, obviously, I was like, oh my god, she got caught. I can't believe he made the fall. I can't believe he made... He he did he, it. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe he made it. Holy shit, I didn't see that coming. And then she goes, I looked down, and there was another dragon. Maybe it was Naga who was carrying... No, because Naga stayed back to fight. Um, there was another dragon carrying... Um, Yvonne, she goes like, if, if, if Yvonne yeah, is there, then who is this? <laughs> There's like Black Witch. It was like Ariel. I was like, oh my god! Did you, no. there, you didn't see that? Did you see that? No, card? no, because that. it was explicitly stated that Naga was going to take her and like bury. You know, like that was going to be like a thing. But like, oh my god, I was just so fucking stoked to see Ariel. Like, yes, yes, yes. I. <laughs> oh, she's such a great character. And I appreciate how she gave Ellen shit. Mm-hmm. I do. Hey, remember that time? Maybe I should treat you the way you treat. Like I do appreciate that because even when like that's just my personality. Because I think we've all done. Well, you know, we do it to each other too. Like, hey, remember that time that you treated? You know, you were kind of a little bitch. You mm-hmm. know, I do like that. Um, and even. Ugh, the awful things even Vogel said to Ariel saying like he was going to drug her, like get her addicted again to the Nylanter berries. Yeah. Five. I mean, okay. Not five years, five years, maybe to us because of the books, books, (laughs) like a month, Mm -hmm. you know, or a couple, you know, a few months really um, in the books. It's just, it was so good. It was so good. So then we, we have Ariel and then um, there's another kind of like battle situation. And then we get this back half, uh, this back like little section of the book where we get this massive plot drop about three three of the tree three of the tree three <laughs> of the mighty tree um holy shit i was not expecting any of this and any of this dryad stuff in this back half i was not expecting at all and it blew my fucking socks off i feel like when we go back to do the eventual reread because this mm-hmm. I'm absolutely going to have to reread um when we get to the Battle of Earthia. I feel like we're going to see it more, especially when they talk about her lineage. And then obviously, you know, in this book they're like, you don't know your history. Well no, because you all have been fucking hiding it. Yeah, okay, let's talk about the history. Let's talk about the history. So one of the big themes in here in this book besides like tolerance and like acceptance and you know you know, unity and working together and communication, besides all these wonderful things, is balance. And it is it is kind of like mentioned over and over again how like Tristan has like an abnormal like kind of power, right? He's like level five water and like fire and and like Ellerin, her power is not balanced and all this stuff. They say that kind of over and over and over again. So we get to this back end of the book and Ellerin meets the fucking source tree um and the source tree is like the tree that features in all of the major religions and just you and i talked about this as far as i understand it um this whole thing started because the dryads and the source tree made a made a decision to cut off the mages who are the descendants of dryads and celts because essentially they're the kids of an interracial yeah marriages yeah they didn't want them because they weren't like 
pure. Pure. So they cut them off from the roots because the lines, the lines that everybody says that they have are just roots that, um, you know, connect them to the source tree and like nature pretty much. But nature cut them off. And because nature cut them off, they essentially went fucking evil. And now nature is trying um, through like Ellerin because because nature has transformed Ellerin into a guardian, a, a dryad guardian. After it, she sacrificed herself. Uh, yeah, and after that's she sacrificed my question herself. that I have for future. Does that mean everybody will have to like throw themselves into peril against this? Like, is this going to be like a port, a portal tree? You got to throw yourself in and then you'll come out better. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. That's a good question. But that's how it happened because yeah. she knew she had to sacrifice herself because she, the, the tree was calling to her and Vogel didn't want that. And the amount of times that I said, that's the part where I would have unalived myself in this book. I'm like, that's it. Okay, now this is the place. I definitely, this is where it would have happened. Like, I thought that a lot. <laughs> like, I am not a strong person. I would have sacrificed myself a lot earlier than Ellerin did. Well, when she went running into the tree, I was like, what is, like, what? What? But then it kind of like, it, it kind of, it took, the way that I read it is that it took it to the, took her, took the tree portal, <laughs> took Ellerin <laughs> to the same place that Viger's kiss took Tierney. Yes, that's that's how I took it too. I mean, okay. I, I mean, a couple notes in my book. Yeah. Okay. So, and and that place is like the primordial, like center of the world, right? Core place, and 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 Ellerin like confessed everything to that place, and that place transformed her into a guardian and like pushed her back out. I think the place also sent, like, just how Voth senses things with Tristan. Like, I think it also sensed that she she was telling the truth the whole time. Mm-hmm. The, the scene, I feel, I can't think of, a, I'm, I'm trying to think visually. It gave me a lot of Fern Gully vibes. Definitely, yeah. Like, it was like you, you had this tree and it was, she was entering it. And then you had the, you know, the dryads carrying her. It, it's just, it felt very, like, she had to she had she she was okay she was like this is for the greater good everything's bigger than us what has she been told you'll lose everything precious to you but you'll lose those things so others don't have to so she was in full like i don't care i don't need to come back from this if everybody's going to be okay and that's some alien shit it is but then she does come back and she comes back um faye elongated canines elongated ears she's totally green and the fucking dryads are saying no you are not like racially pure magically pure like you no. tricked them you tricked them you ensorcelled you ensorcelled the tree and then you ensorcelled yvonne who came to save her and it's like what the hell this oh, is exact but this is like here we are all over again yeah why doesn't anybody self-reflecting that this is why we're in this exact situation right now yeah and then we have the the death fae being like my mom was a primordial fae and like she remembers and she told me and this is all bullshit and this is the history it was all oh my god i was not expecting that at all so so circling back to what i said earlier ellerin's transformation into a dryad guardian uh, she's free of her fast lines, right? She's free of of everything, and she says like she's she's sad to like lose her sealing marks to to, you know, to Lucas, like he's gone, like there there is nothing there. Um, but she now is like the the true reflection of what mages could be because they've been cut off from magic for like so long. So it is so. It is set up so that we have Vogel who wants nothing but to purify her and take this. But this, she is like technically she yeah. is the purest form. So yeah, so exactly, exactly. So and he wants to control this, right? He wants to purify her, and then but he yeah. So 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 if you go back because I spent all fucking day rereading re- this <laughs> book, um, and I still need to read it again. If you go back and read the prophecies. Knowing what we know, the prophecies are about Vogel. Hmm. Yeah, the prophecies are about about Vogel. 
Um, that it just is what it is. Um, let's talk about this fucking epilogue. Winter, winter, going down to the sublands. She's got the wand, and she's gonna fucking blow the lid off of it. Do you think that that the way the wand is described? You know, the Kestrel had it, Karen, Karen, Karen. At one point, it zaps out of its hand. So mm-hmm. you know, as what, again, what we know because of the prequels, um, the, the wand calls to people mm-hmm. until it can no longer be in that per the source's hands to get to the next one. Obviously, the wand, and this is the forest wand. We know mm-hmm. this as the forest wand. I will be honest, I thought when we were initially reading prior to this book, honestly, when I was calling the wand of myth, I thought it, I thought the wand that Ellerin had this whole time was the shadow wand. And we were just calling it the wand of myth. Like people say, you know, he who shall not be named as Voldemort. Mm. I thought it was just like another name for the wand. Mm-hmm. That is, that is clarified that that is yeah, not the case. Not here. the case. <laughs> not no. the case at all. It's the, so the, the forest, forest heart. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is living. It is a living wand. It, well, now it's living because mm-hmm. it's, it's bright and green and all that stuff. So it drops it and then it goes into the whirlpool and then it goes up and it gets lost and it gets lost and stuck in the sublands. And I was like, Oh, we know who's in the sublands right now. More, you know, Moral Lee, Fionn, O'Lily. We have like a lot of people from the boat who were escaping Voy, And then now winter. So my question is, was that an intentional drop or did she just come in contact with it because like I, it feels faded oh but no, the way yeah. it's described it's like oh it got stuck like why that there's no way you just get stuck yeah it doesn't get stuck no winter's gonna blow the lid off that whole fucking thing because she's like she's royal she's she her and her brother are royal um elves of seager elves and so is river so like fuck all uh winter winter's gonna winter's gonna fuck it up and i'm really excited for that oh, i yeah. really love winter i, I love, love that winter River's still as like fabulous as he is flirting with everybody i love, I love- that <laughs> they're really like, can you not take every opportunity to flirt with it he's like no very mad you know he reminds me of magnus mm-hmm. very yeah he's very very magnus or he's just like oh flirting with everybody we love it we love river we miss river i'm so glad that river is still in it and like doing what he's doing and i loved the care i mean i love all the characters but i really love we saw so much return mm-hmm. like return like it was serious some like return on investment with the with the prequels you know yeah it really was oh i'm thinking now of a really heartbreaking moment that i want to bring up i want to bring up tristan and i want to bring up tristan on the water with the Krakens trying to help the refugees and the refugees seeing him only as a Gardenarian and being completely terrified of him. And then Tristan, like, surrendering himself, like, giving up. He, he gave up. Like, he gave up to the to the river and, and both goes to save him. <laughs> and Tristan is just like, I, like, I can't, what, what, what else can I do? Like, the, I, I'm, trying nobody accepts me this is like his like lowest right like nobody accepts me everyone is like afraid of me i'm getting beaten people are giving me blocked wands nobody trusts me like he he's done right and then he what else can i do so he finds religion which i find really interesting that he finds this like ancient religion he's just like i didn't know that it could be like this 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 isn't and this goes back to what i was saying about themes um he's like i didn't know that religion could be like this all it is is love it's like all it is is love and he's like you know that this is what i see now and love is and balanced you know and everything but love is like the big kind of like bow on this whole thing because um without like the love of like working together you're never going to like defeat like the prejudices of you know that that's what all of this is but um, if you want to get really deep into it, but oh my gosh, this is so freaking good. Jess, I asked you earlier, what's your favorite scene? I, I think I'm going to say right now, my initial favorite scene, because this is the first part of the book. I think that I got chills is fucking 
Fallon and Damien Bain come into Amaz Karan and get the Amaz. And Velasquez there and they're dragging the Amaz in the thing and Queen Akia, she's like, let my people go mm-hmm. and you can have whatever. Like you you can have me. I love that the 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 Amaz are protecting the Ikaral children that they have in the net. So nobody knows that the Ikarals are there aside from Winter. Um, and then Amaz goes, Freya, you are now the queen. And everybody's in shock. Everybody is in shock because they know she's in love with Clive, who we only meet very briefly in the beginning mm-hmm. of this book. And even then she, and he was, she was like, if you love me, you will go east. So I know that you're safe and that'll be, she goes, but I have to stay with my people. I have to do that. And now you see this payoff knowing, which I'm sure like that'll shift into everybody's being accepted later on. Mm-hmm. But right now she's like, Bigger picture. Bigger picture. Bigger picture. I got in. Everyone's like, this is a huge thing. She's the youngest person. And that's when the queen is recognizing this is, this is my number. Like she's my second in command. This is who I see leading our future for the Amaz. And full body. That was a a moment that was just so powerful for me. Um, It was also the moment where I was like, if I was Velasca, I would have unalived myself. I would like easily, you owe because what did they say? They go, bring, bring her, make sure, don't do anything to her. Bring her to Vogel. She's a powerful sorceress. He'll want her. Fuck you all. You're not going to use me for shit. Yeah. Like, and I kept thinking about that. Like even with Lucas and he goes, he's connected in the dreams. You're connected to my fast lines. I go unalive yourself. Now you can't see like, and I think of that. And this is like a weird thing. And I think it's just because I just finished reading Crescent City also the other day. Um, if it was like, you and I, and it was your, like, we were like best friend fasted or something. I thought, yeah, I unalive myself. I can't follow through, but Laura can do the damn thing. <laughs> but like cut off my arm, unalive myself. Now you're not connected to Laura. What? She's going to come with you with a vengeance. She's going to pull <laughs> some Maddie shit. You aren't ready. And you're not going to even be <laughs> see. You're not going to see what's coming because she's going to be so filled with like, rage Rage. that it's going to drive her that you're not even you're not even going to see it rage 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 (laughs) i do have rage it's so fucking intense isn't it like the whole thing with like the dome uh, yeah and like kind of like the the dome shatters and like they're coming in on dragons and they're landing and it's just like this is like infinite that's what i was thinking it was like infinity war yeah it was like infinity it, and it they're was shooting a, like the ice and it was just a culmination of so many things what were we saying i said i was trying to figure out like you were saying how it was very like the two towers i was trying to figure out what this felt like to me because i go it, it felt like like how EO, like empire storms and queen of shadows is where everybody's starting to come together but it's not the battle yet that we see in you know, or the war that we see in Kingdom of Ash. And it's also very similar. It reminds me of Order of the Phoenix, where everybody's just like getting everything together and you have their side plots, but the side plots are also driving the main plot, which we get the Battle of Hogwarts later. There's there's just so much going on, but everything that's going on is still an integral part of the story. And little details are still really important. The little, little details that you really pick up when you have read everything. So, um, Jess, I was telling you one of my favorite parts is when Ellerin has this like little breakdown before she goes and get well gets like taken by the dryads and she sees the white birds and she just starts screaming at these like invisible white birds. She's like, What are you doing? Why are you allowing this to happen? Like this don't you don't you see he's gonna destroy the world. Like you're not helping anybody do something and this is like the i think maybe the third time in this book specifically that the white birds have been seen alaric saw them in the beginning and i think they're seen one more time but the white birds is just this really beautiful little detail that i love in these books and ellerin just like screaming her frustrations at, at this um like deity-esque type situation is really powerful and you i can just like see her like being so frustrated right she's like at the end of her rope and like she's lost everything over and over and over again and it's just like yeah 
that it was really good. It's just another. Ugh. And she's going through the. I I didn't you know she I didn't get to say bye to my brothers to my my new family because the Lupine are her new her like not even her extended family like they are part like everybody who's going through this her new family that she's met from you know um from her uncle Edwin's side and you're just seeing like it, it's like and maybe it's because I just said Order of the Phoenix she's in that moment where she's thinking. As Harry is like, but I just got serious back. I just got to to see this whole other part of my family and life that I didn't think existed for me. And then she, and then, but now we know Ellerin's gonna, she's gonna learn her like dryad magic. She's got, she's got her familiar, like Tierney comes in, giant ass fucking ravens. And then there was like, not the, the nasty dryad, but the good dryad. He goes, hold on. What do you, like, what do you need from us? What do you need from, and she's like, I need to learn everything. What do you mean? What do I need? Because they're like, you, we've been doing this for thousands of years. You think you can just come in and act? she goes, well, how am I going to learn anything if you don't fucking teach me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she has that vision of like, everybody has the, the, the like, pom- like, I say, not the pom- like the tree on the hand. Yeah. The tree on the hand. Like everybody has to come together and like, you know, like, hold hands or something no well no but i i imagine it's like symbolic right everybody comes right. together under the uniting force of like balance and nature to restore you know the world like that that's gonna be the like the damn thing but uh but i do i do really like here that like the the vogel is uh, he's not losing right like he's not losing this this battle these like build up skirmishes and stuff. He's he's not losing. Like he might have lost Alarin like now, but he is very fucking powerful. I'm scared. Yeah, he like there's <sighs> going to be more dis- death and destruction before anything gets better. Oh no doubt, no doubt, no question. He is so freaking gross and scary that I am so interested. Um, what he's going to do with Alarin? Like this new version of Alarin? Like. How is he going to react to this? Well, it's so, it's so you know, and I, we we touched it like a little bit in this episode before. He's looking for the purest. Re- she is she is the purest, and it's not in line what he believes to be pure. So where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? Yeah, it it yeah. Where do you go from there? Because you built this whole empire on yeah. Oh, I cannot wait for the next one. I, I and uh, so Lori, Lori was saying, like Miss Lori Forrest, you were saying, uh, when you finished this book, you that. immediately like jumped into the next one, and I was like, yo, this one isn't even out yet. Like, why are you yes. like talking about this next one? So like now that I have read this, it's like, oh my god, yeah, no, of course you're going to the next one. Like, yeah, yeah, give me like when give me the next one now, please. Well, who else has publicly done that? Um, Kaven, she finished her first book. She said on social media, and she's like, "I'm just on a roll, so I'm going to keep writing." Like she's already on the second. One. Amber's done the same thing. She's like, "I'm already writing." Like they've all. I mean, when you find your flow, you find your flow. Like why stop Don't it? Fight but it. When you, but when you've consumed the material so quickly, we're like, "Yeah, write the next one." Where's the next one? <laughs> I mean, it took you three years, but... But it's so good. Like, you know, we were so excited when we heard about the initial... Like, when we started reading the the, the series last year. We were like, oh, September! And then September got moved to December. And we are like, whoa! It's still 2021! We're gonna get it! And then it was moved again to, like, I think February. And then it shifted officially to March 1st. And we were just like... We just didn't care. We, we were like, gotta get it. Yeah, another date, but sure, as long as we're getting it. That was the only concern. And now we're like, please, like how, how? This is, you know, to be a reader. <laughs> so obviously, if you've made it this far, you know that we're fans of the Black Witch Chronicles. I do kind of feel like maybe we're the only fans of the Black Witch Chronicles. I do feel that there is like a void, but um, some buttons and books. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Honestly, amazing. Um, but this series needs more love. It needs more love. More people love on this so that we get um 
fan merch. art. Merch and fan art. That's merch what that's and what we fan want. Art. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. Merch. Also, fan if art. you know a fan art for this that we have yet to see, please send us in the DMs. Yeah, because um really I know Lori's been really good about posting fan art. Um, and you know, she's really good about reposting other people as well. That's what I want. I want merchandise and fan art and just people to really love this and, and acknowledge that it is better than some of the other stuff that is out there and it deserves to be on screen. That's what I want. Who do you talk to, to pitch this stuff? How do you pitch it? With certain entertainment studios, they have, um, they have directors where this is their, their job that they read books for the studio to see, and not just directors, it's different for everybody. Um, to see if the studio to like, say, this is a really good book. I think we should, you know, and you know, what's good about this is that this book, everyone's always so focused on franchises because Mm -hmm. it's, it's easy money. You know, you start one, you keep going and you have a built-in audience. This is, this could be that. Because it's not a one-off. It's not a one-off. It's not a one-off. There's so much here. You could even do like filler, you know, they could go on adventures. Yeah, you could do, oh my God, credit. Why? Okay. TM, copyright. This is our shit. Um, I'm just, yes, you can do spinoffs with characters. I mean, look what they're doing. Look what they're doing with all like the unknown Star Wars characters. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. There's, you have so there's much creative so much. leverage. Oh my yeah. god. There's there's so much. There's so much. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Final thoughts on this book, Jess. I was gonna ask you, I was just gonna say, like, where do you think this is going? But like we just have to wait. We just have to wait. It's gonna be a big battle. I I, I think- did not guess anything really that was gonna happen in this book besides um Yvonne and Lucas being alive. Um Besides that, like, I didn't guess anything that was going to happen in this book. So I'm not even going to try to speculate. There's going to be a battle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that it? There will be a battle and people will fight and then unite. But I don't know how they'll get there. And it is very exciting. I'm very, very excited. I really like this book. And as I said, I cannot wait to take the time to listen to Julia Whalen's performance. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. looking, I'm really looking forward to that. That's, I mean, I, I have nothing else to say. It's just a waiting game. This might be my favorite of the book so far. Yeah, this one didn't end with me um, being like angry. This one ended with me like, let's fucking learn magic. That's how it ended. Like, I've had yes. like, it has been on my mind the entire day. I could not focus at work. Like I did my job, but could not focus. Yeah, so, so good. So fantastic. Uh Black Witch Chronicles would recommend always. Always. So thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, um, you're feel free to follow us on Instagram, Akafe Podcast. We're also both on TikTok, Akafe Laura and Akafe Jessica. Thanks for joining and we'll hear from y'all soon. Bye. Bye.